0: This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Shall we begin? Mordor alone. Of course you are, and I'm coming with you. You can't swim. (sighs) Sam!
1: I made a promise, Mr. Frodo. A promise. Don't you leave him, Samwise Gamgee. And I don't mean to. I don't mean to. Oh, Sam.
2: FM eighty nine point nine. It's seven thirty nine, and you're listening to <laughs> Popcorn Culture with Lynn and Arvin. It is our supercut. Uh, we are sadly without our third Hobbitses mm-hmm. today, unfortunately. Um, as we discuss, I think a weirdly, like a deceptively difficult subject because we're yeah. going to be talking about niceness on screen, um, stories or primarily characters that are just nice. The word is kind of a double-edged sword. We'll get into that in a bit. But um, if you'd like to send us... We're asking you today, you know, who are some really nice characters. But specifically, who are some fictional characters that you actually want to be friends with? Because they're just so nice.
3: Our third Hobbit says
2: is off on an adventure. Yes, she is. Did we abandon her or did she abandon us? It's it's the latter. It's, it's the latter. Yeah, it's the latter. It's the latter. Um, but anyways, we are asking you, yeah, who would you want to be friends with? Simple question. Um. You can send us a voice note or WhatsApp, 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Um, on Instagram, Zachary says, Old news, but Samwise Gamgee from Lord of the Rings, 100% humble,
3: joyful, sticks with you till the end of time. You know, now that I think about it, we shouldn't have opened with Samwise Sam. Gamgee.
2: It's all downhill.
3: Yeah, it's yeah. all downhill. Mm-hmm. Samwise the brave. Um, <laughs> because how do you how do you top a friend like Sam, um, from a- any one of the Lord of the Rings movies? Right, you can choose like the, there are multiple scenes, multiple times when he he rose to the occasion. Everyone else sort of like pales in comparison when you put them up against. Sam wise,
2: Even the supposed best friends, right? Mm. Merry and Pippin, who are wonderful and and Mm. very tight and loyal to each other. But if you think about what Sam does for Frodo and why, I mean he doesn't do it for glory. He doesn't do it for anything out of except for like sheer loyalty and friendship. And he does so much like stabbings, Near drownings, spider rescue, uh-huh. orc rescue, um, golem strangling—like, like so yeah. many things. It's all in one Sam.
3: If for anyone who hasn't seen the the Lord of the Rings, there there are no movies without Sam, and the movies kind of don't work without Sam, wise because yes. the number of times that Frodo almost gave up, and the number of times that. The others almost gave up. Sam's the one that glues them together. Sam's the one that keeps the momentum going. Sam's the one with the with the wise words and you know telling them why they have to go on, reminding Frodo of the Shire. Um, I think he's the blueprint. I think he's like if 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 you worked around what makes a Sam, then you'd be able to construct a good friend from scratch.
2: So before we get into the friend thing, we have so many messages, mm. by the way, some of whom aren't fictional, which
0: which we can talk
2: about later, but. Um, before we, we get to the list, I want to talk a bit about niceness because yeah. I think in real life, saying that somebody is, and I quote, nice, is a little bit it's a little bit loaded, right? It's, mm. it's code for they're a nice person, sure. They're pleasant, they're warm, whatever you think nice means. Um, but it's also code quite often for maybe a little bit boring. And I think yeah. that that's kind of, it's an interesting thing to talk about in the context of movies and shows, which rely on people people being at odds with each other, people wanting things they shouldn't want, things like that.
3: So I wanted to ask, like, do you think it's tough writing nice characters, like truly nice characters, not nice for the sake of uh, a bait and switch where the nice person turns out to be the villain yeah. or nice to cover up some other sort of dark trait that the person have has. So
2: I think it really depends on, it really depends on the context of the, the thing, right? Mm. Like in children's or YA... Content niceness is a nice thing to have. Like you're you're pleased when people are nice. Mm. I I think that when you get into like the really like a twenty four does a twenty four have a single nice character? I don't think so. I don't think so. Nor do I want them to, and that's fine. Mm. Um, so I was interested in this myself, whether I like nice characters or not.
3: So I'm thinking about Superman as a character, whom right? I don't like. Who you don't like. Yes. But Superman is the ultimate definition of a nice character. Yes. Like he embodies every positive trait that any character should have. So. And there's
2: not a lot of friction with that about that within himself. He no. doesn't wonder about it.
3: No. There's mm-hmm. no conflict. He knows who he wants to be. So he he has empathy, he's kind, he's he's self-sacrificial, um, and he always stands up for the human race, right? We haven't had a good Superman movie for like 40-something years, for nearly half a century, the last time they tried to do that with Brandon Routh, the movie flopped. Like, it didn't do the numbers that they wanted it to do. Do
2: you think we don't like niceness anymore?
3: That's the thing. Like, Uh. like, do you think that's why Superman doesn't work? Like, because we don't want uh, characters that that's so inherently good and nice and kind with zero conflict within himself. Maybe. Even, even, Even Ted Lasso had to have conflict within himself
2: you know there's i think there's something to that and um part of it comes from our expectation that for example with heroes Mm. that okay you can be nice and all that good stuff but then you expect like snappiness you expect some repartee you you want something and you also the way our movies function now at least for superheroes is that you need friction in order for them to come back together at the end and for that to happen not everyone can be nice
3: because you need some kind of darkness and they, they have to struggle with their own motives and their mission, right?
2: Even hearing you say that bores me. That There's a part really? of me that... Uh, so it, it's tough because on the one hand, niceness in and of itself can be a little dull. On the other hand, always having a tortured person who has to resolve mm. something is also a little bit exhausting.
3: It's exhausting. But at the same time, like, okay, so just going back to the Superman thing, right? Because he is like, you know, the beacon of niceness. Um he, he didn't go through his own tragedies like the other superheroes. Like the other superheroes had to witness some sort of dark event in their life to sort of find the niceness within them, right? But he he was adopted when he was a baby. He has no idea what happened. He has no idea about his past. So for him, it's all sort of an upwards trajectory. Even though in the comics, he he deals with a lot of things, he, he's never not nice. And, and I don't know if that works in today's Hollywood, like movies and TV. Just look at something. You mentioned A24. Look at HBO. When have they put out a nice person on screen? You're thinking of Succession, right? And Game of Thrones. Yeah. And Last of Us. Yeah. And White Lotus.
2: And you don't want them to be nice because if they were nice, there's no story. No. Mm. So, okay, we're asking a slightly complicated question today. Um, Firstly, I guess you know. Do you even like nice characters <laughs> or not so much? But then the other side of it is, who is a fictional character that you would want to be friends with? That you're actually like that person. That person would be cool to be friends with. Um, send us a voice note or WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine and tweet us at BFM Radio. So um, along with along with Sam, um, we are getting. ooh, actually, we're getting a contrasting message on Sam we'll come back for that um, but broadly speaking so many people saying Ted Lasso um, including this voice note that came in from
1: Surin hello BFM I mean it has to be Ted Lasso right he's like the quintessential nice guy he's like the poster child of nice guys he could be He's. he was nice to Nathan freaking Shelley if anybody had a punchable face that guy had it and Ted Lasso was nice to that guy so yeah, I wouldn't mind being friends with that lasso. Sit around, have a couple of beers, get a few nuggets or cookies of wisdom, get a pep talk, all rolled into one. Yeah. But then again, when I think about other characters who were nice, it, I'm kind of drawing blanks. Because I guess when I think nice, I think uh, being a decent human being or just being fair I guess I guess that I, I equate that to being nice I guess subjectively I guess
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love the yeah, yeah. Um, quality to that uh, Seren you're not alone because um, Zephyr Joanne Suchin um, Ifa and Binwani all also say Ted Lasso uh, with Binwani adding on Keeley Jones and Ifa adding on actually the whole Richmond team
3: Actually, that's true. A lot of people in Ted Lasso's show can be considered like really nice and also like really good buddies.
2: Yes. So I think Ted is a very nice character. I also think that that is why eventually the show stopped focusing on him. Yeah. Right, because yeah. So the niceness worked for season one, where it was an outlier, it was unusual, no one else was nice, mm. or everyone else was transformed by his niceness. Once everybody became nice, they had to pull away from Ted.
3: Do you think it was good that they made him slightly conflicted about how nice he was? I mean, he was never conflicted about being a good person. No,
2: but he was conflicted about where the niceness came from. That was yeah. interesting. Yeah,
3: yeah. Do you think that they sort of went too deep with that thing? And then they made him not nice? Because season three, when we, we spoke about this during our review, um, that Ted Lasso's signature niceness was kind of gone. Mm. Because they diluted it a bit.
2: Yeah, so I missed that. I mm. did end up missing it. Um, but I see why Ted Lasso is like the the instant modern yeah. poster child for what a nice character should be. Now, I, I think you're going to hear in our clips that Arvin and I have a slightly perverse version of what we consider nice (laughs) or or who we want to be friends with um and i okay so one of my votes was for rancho except that's not his name but let's just call him that rancho from three idiots Um, because i think he's a great friend he sure he gets you in trouble but he gets you in trouble for a reason and he pushes Mm. you to be better while also supporting you to just be cool Pursue your dreams.
3: And sometimes you need that kind of chaos. I think so.
2: I think right. so. Um, plus, he's really smart. And <laughs> there's yeah. a lot of stuff in this character that I enjoy. Um, keep those thoughts coming. We're asking you a couple of questions. Do you like niceness uh, when it comes to fictional characters? But then also, who is a character that you would like to be actual friends with? Send us a voice note or WhatsApp 18 and tweet us at PFM Radio.
0: Life
4: hope oh, out of control, Girl.
0: Girl,
4: Jack a Life hope oh, out of control, Girl, Girl, Jack a
2: Murgi क्या jane ande
1: ka life milegi ya tave hoga future
4: baja
5: Breathe freely, Malaysia. (sighs) BFM 89.9, The Business Station.
0: Hello, thing. Did you really think my highly trained olfactory sense wouldn't pick up on the faint whiff of neroli and bergamot in your favorite hand lotion? Mother and father sent you to spy on me, didn't they? I'm not above breaking a few fingers. The fact that they thought I wouldn't find out just proves how much they underestimate me. Oh, Thing, you poor naive appendage. My parents aren't worried about me. They're evil puppeteers who want to pull my strings, even from afar. The way I see it, you have two options. Option one, I lock you in here for the rest of the semester. And you go slowly insane trying to claw your way out, ruining your nails and your smooth, supple skin. And we both know how vain you are. Option two, you pledge your undying loyalty to me. Our first order of business is to escape this teenage purgatory. Of course I have a plan. And it begins now.
2: BFM 89.9. It's 7.53. You're listening to Popcorn Culture with Lynn and Arvin and together we're talking about niceness on screen and how we're a little bit conflicted about it. Mm. Um, we're asking you if you like nice characters or you find them kind of dull. Um, but also, who is a fictional character? that you would actually want to be friends with. Um, you can send us a voice note or WhatsApp, 018-789-8899. Tweet us at VFM Radio. I'm going to admit, Wednesday was my choice. I said this when we reviewed it, that I identified with her, that I enjoy her general, you can like me, but I don't care if you like me. Mm-hmm. I prefer if you don't like me, and goodbye. Um, I, I just love her.
3: Same. She's not nice. No, no so that's the thing. I thought... Since we played Wednesday, that sort of opens up a broader definition of niceness on screen, right?
2: Yes, because, okay, she's not typically nice in that earlier, what did I say? Pleasant, Mm. warm, she's none of those things. Mm. She is the antithesis of those things. But she's a good friend. Yeah, cold and kind of clammy. Um, but,
3: (laughs) But she's a very good friend. She's a very good friend. And also, I think, like, I don't know, when we say nice... We don't actually mean like a Ted Lasso specifically or Big Bird on Sesame Street specifically, right? Um, Niceness can mean, to me at least, it means that they have an overwhelming positive quality that shadows everything else or is bigger or better than any other quality that they have. And I think for Wednesday, that's honesty. Like Mm. she's she's so honest that she's completely incapable of pretending or or creating a persona for herself or deceiving you into thinking that she's someone who she's not as a character. So I don't know, I guess if you if we are going like the friend's way and if she was in your friend circle, she tell you to your face um, brutally and painfully so. So
2: I want to talk about Sam. Um, because we did get a message from DK who says, For Samwise Gamgee, I feel you may be confusing niceness with loyalty. He's got heaps of loyalty. I'm not saying he's not nice, but Lord of the Rings does not show that as much as it's loyalty to Frodo.
3: That's interesting. But loyalty can be nice, no? It can be a subset of nice, I think. So I I think that the question here
2: is whether or not uh, Sam's overriding trait is loyalty or niceness. And I I would argue it's a bit of both. I don't know. Because he could have been incredibly unpleasant and terrible and still
3: loyal. Well, I mean, if we look at the two towers, there's that whole thing where Frodo wants to give up. And then Sam has the long speech about why they should go on. And he Mm -hmm. says that, you know, the, the stories that matter, people give up. But the reason they keep going on is because there's some good in the world. I don't think that's loyal. I think that's just, it comes from a very nice place, like, you know, in him, like he's an inherently good person. And I think that that leads to niceness, especially that speech. Like all the other times may be loyal, but that speech alone tells me that, it's 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 inherent to him to be nice.
2: So, um, you know, as, as we usually do, right, like trying to close the loop on various strands of yeah. things that we're talking about. Again, just a quick mention that we're talking about niceness on screen and asking you whether, you know, it's a thing you go for or whether you find nice characters boring. Um, but also, who is a fictional character that you would like to be friends with? Just cuz. Uh, you can send us a voice note or WhatsApp, 018 789 8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. So we have a voice note um, from Shazwan, who's actually referring to the clip that we played earlier from Three Idiots, uh, referring to Rancho.
5: Oh my God, talking about Rancho, Rancho Das, Shamaldas, Chan Chat. Talking about him, yeah, in reality, I would love to be his friend. He's just something that inspired you to be become someone else you know uh, not trapped in a, a, a reality not trapped in this uh, world that have rules and regulation but do something that you love achieve something with with loving doing it with love in doing it so it's something that out of reality but uh, something can be achieved and I this story giving me so much uh effect on how i can live my life
3: you know just just hearing him say that um hearing Shazwan say that makes me makes me think that Rancho is on the same wavelength as if he was slightly more chaotic or evil it'd be the joker
2: yes so this yeah. is the thing uh, when i was thinking about rancho i hesitated a little bit <laughs> despite the fact that i think he's a great yeah. character he's um he's smart he's funny he's mysterious oddly um you know he's got all that going for him and people crowd around him because of all those things that charisma um but Yella just one wrong turn and he's like the joker with an engineering degree imagine yes. that Ambitious. think about that. huh
3: yeah we'll never stop yeah, yeah.
2: And, and easily corralling people around him with catchy songs <laughs> <It's> so dangerous <laughs> you really have to think about these things um we have time i think for just a couple more messages i like this one from Sonia who says, Mr. Miyagi, nice, but cool. Just nice. Because like a doormat would be super annoying.
3: That's true. That's true. Mm. And you get like wise life lessons from him. You learn martial arts from him. He gives you plants. He gives you plants and the plants are a lesson. He gives you you cars. Cars. Those cars (laughs) are a lesson. I'm
2: starting to sound very (laughs) materialistic. Plants, cars. That's what
3: I need from a friend. But the, the, the stuff that he gives you, like they're literally the gift that keeps on giving. Because like, Decades down the road, you look at a plant that he gave you and you're like, oh, that's what he meant.
2: I think the lack of doormatness is very key, especially to Mr. Miyagi. Someone yeah. like that.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Because he's super passive, but he never takes. We can't use the word, but he never takes something from anyone. Yes. Right? That's exactly it. Yeah.
2: Um, okay, keep those thoughts coming. Um, are you a fan of nice characters or do you find them boring? And uh, who is a fictional character that you would like to be friends with? Send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018 789 8899 and tweet us at BFM Radio.
5: Burgers from Mamas. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Master Yoda. Young Skywalker. So it is time. The Jedi was the end. Time it is. For you to look past a pile of old books. Yes, yes, yes. Wisdom they held, but that library contained nothing that the girl Rey does not already possess. Hmm. Skywalker. Still looking to the horizon. Here, here, The need in front of your nose. I was weak. Unwise. Heeded my words not, did you? Pass on what you have learned. Strength, mastery. But weakness, folly failure also yes failure most of all the greatest teacher failure is <sighs> luke we are what they grow beyond that is the true burden of all masters
2: BFM 89.9. It is 8.10. You're listening to Popcorn Culture. It is our Supercut. You're with Lynn and Arvin and together we are talking about niceness on screen and asking a twofold question. Firstly, do you like nice characters or do you think, frankly, let's just say it, they are boring? Um, The other question is, who is a fictional character that you would like to be friends with that you just think, Yeah. This person would like be a very good friend. Uh, let us know that number to send a voice note or WhatsApp is zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine and tweet us at BFM Radio. Yoda was your choice.
3: He was my choice. Is he a nice character, a boring character, or an annoying character?
2: Oh, um, okay.
3: You know what I mean by annoying, yeah, right? I like do. Yoda, Yeah.
2: I think Yoda is annoying. I mean, I understand yeah. his role in the universe. Um, I, I, I don't want to disrespect a Jedi Master. <laughs> um, I, I understand. I hear myself, but I think I just wanna, I just wanna shake him. <laughs> just be like, get to the
3: point. <laughs> so I feel the same way, but I also feel like, um, in terms of just being. He's wise. So my one of my first picks was, was Winnie the Pooh. Um, but I thought that we've spoken extensively about Winnie the Pooh in the past. Um, and Yoda is in the same wavelength as Winnie the Pooh. He is wise. He comes with a lot of knowledge. Um, and also you need that friend who can sort of show up wherever and whenever when you need him the most and as a force <laughs> ghost he can do that he can do anything he can do anything yeah like he's the internet light- <laughs> yeah, yeah he's the internet summon lightning whatever you need um and and sometimes you just need those things lah. I, I i guess like you know it's it's not just about being nice it's um it's also coming with something to contribute to the the dynamic
2: okay so if i can't hang with Yoda. Um, I don't that, think
3: anyone can hang with Yoda.
2: Well, you know, so there's a Yoda-adjacent character that, that mm. we can replace because um, Ling, Ahwat, and Daphne are all naming the same, I was going to say person, but actually they're naming the same robot cat because um, <laughs> Ling <Kienling laughs> says, Doraemon is nice, I dig. Ahwat mm. says, can I say Doraemon? You know why. Which is weirdly menacing. And um, ominous. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Daphne says, I'd like to be friends with Doraemon and Winnie the Pooh. Nice and cute characters.
3: Very true. Um, I love how Doraemon and Winnie the Pooh are in the same sentence.
2: I kind of get it
3: though. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Like yeah. like a constant childhood companion.
3: So the thing with Winnie the Pooh is right. I I would feel guilty in that relationship because I don't know how much I can contribute to the dynamic.
2: So Winnie doesn't uh, Winnie Winnie <laughs> the Pooh. <laughs> We're not Pooh on a first name basis. <laughs> yeah, it's just. Um, so Pooh Bear. The thing about Pooh Bear is he doesn't need. Anything. No. He needs honey. Mm. Um, but beyond that, pretty happy
3: filler. Yeah, very happy filler. Uh, so yeah. he doesn't
2: need you for anything. Th- that's the thing. Unless you're Christopher Robin.
3: Yes. But also Christopher Robin doesn't bring anything to that relationship. He's does Piglet? Like... Piglet does. Piglet does, yeah. Piglet so brings...
2: are obviously not. But but yeah. I think you could be a, a Piglet to, to
3: Pooh Bear. Oh, that's true.
2: Yeah, so there is there is some uh, mm. one relationship that he gets that's important to his like well being.
3: But also, then there's an imbalance. I think Piglet <laughs> gains more from Pooh Bear than Pooh Bear does from Piglet. Pooh Bear is the ultimate Zen cartoon character.
2: Yes, Pooh Bear's a giver. I he, think he's a it giver. Is, is the the shortest way to put it. Doraemon's a little bit different because Doraemon does like needs stuff. You know, Doraemon (laughs) needs company. Doraemon needs reigning in. Earlier, you called Doraemon an enabler. And I think that that's a very good descriptor for him because he's not actually nice. No. No. And that's fine. Again, I I cannot say this enough. I don't see niceness as a prerequisite for for anything. But he's not a nice character, Doraemon.
3: Do you think he has the same uh, pet dynamic the way dogs and cats do? The only difference is he is magic and cosmic and, and, super, and, powerful. and super powerful?
2: Uh, I mean, no, because dogs aren't usually or cats um, aren't usually the boss of you. But Doraemon is a little bit the boss of Nobita. He is? Yeah.
3: But also he gives in to Nobita quite a lot.
2: Yeah, he does. That That's the, the, the enabling the streak. Well, um, Daphne is back to say Doraemon only needs his dorayaki. Very content.
3: That's the thing. So as long as you bribe him with that... <laughs> And some some I mean I guess like if he's your friend some friends are like that right they hang they they, <laughs> <laughs> they hang around as long as you give them the food you that give they them like. some sort of
2: sweet treat yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I I guess maybe that's realistic um, okay who else do we have oh um, we have another voice note actually that came in from Shazwan who earlier um, talked about the importance of having a friend like Rancho from Three Idiots hmm. um, and is now bringing up other folks.
5: Hi. Um, can I say uh, someone that nice but actually too arrogant to admit it? I mean uh, my favourite character is actually uh, Tony Stark and uh, Doctor Strange uh, because these both are... Uh, at first I, I, I was like uh, I really love Tony Stark uh, but then I see uh, Doctor Strange come in so I just like it so much because this is some type of people that actually cared so much but too arrogant to admit it.
2: Shazwan, thank you. I okay. I take on board your favorite characters and people but actually you didn't answer whether you would want to be friends with either Tony Stark. Or Doctor Strange? Would you want to be? Okay, eh, no. Uh, no <laughs> Maybe not. Yeah. Uh, but actually, what I was going to say is, isn't a nice version of Tony Stark Bruce Banner? I mean, this version of Bruce Banner, the MCU's current Bruce the Banner. The Markov Low Bruce yes, Banner. Yes, yes. Yeah, I think so. Right? Because he's got the uh, the brains, he's got all the science stuff, um, he's got the powers to a point, but he's not Tony Stark.
3: So if we're going to explore this from the, the perspective of being a friend, If you are friends with a character like a Tony Stark or Doctor Strange, do you need them to be nice in the first place? They are good. They are inherently good and they come from a good place. So do you still need them to be nice characters or nice people?
2: Well, I mean, you say that and I raise you Steve Rogers because um, Joanna says Mm. Captain America, Mike Leo says Steve Rogers would be a nice bff to have (laughs) Um, he always stands by you for justice not afraid to confront others to stand up for you he has his own struggles and doubts but he will stick to his principles and beliefs regardless of social pressure so i think you don't need tony stark and um dr strange stephen strange to be nice because the counterpoint to all of that is steve rogers
3: should we add some drama in this this um, scenario okay so can you be friends with a steve (laughs) rogers if bucky is still around
2: so I was going to say that the benchmark for Steve Rogers' friendship broadly speaking is Bucky. Like yeah. decades and decades of, you know, Bucky it, it being <laughs> such an open wound that if you want to win a fight mm. with this man, the super soldier, you just go Bucky and he's like, "Ah,"
3: it just glitches. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he
2: does. Um so you're making the you're making the pooh bear argument about Captain America.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: um I think you could. I mean, I think that the Avengers were friends.
3: Not as much as Bucky. No, Bucky. Like, like was, Civil War was built on the idea that he hid. Bucky is the one and only. Yeah, yeah,
2: um, yeah maybe not. I, right? Maybe not. But it doesn't detract from the fact that, um, assuming Bucky is off adventuring or yes. you know doing spy stuff, that um, that Captain America, or more specifically Steve Rogers, is a good friend and a nice character.
3: I think he can be a good friend at best. But he'll never he'll <laughs> never be a BFF. Yeah, I, I think it's the use of
2: BFF, isn't it? That's throwing us off. Yeah, mm. but he's the BFF. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Speaking of that, though, uh, we had a point that came in earlier about. Okay, Yiming says a nice character would be to infinity and beyond. Toy Stories, Buzz Lightyear. Mm-hmm. He's a version of a Boy Scout, not far from Superman. He's boring, and I don't want to be his friend, though.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Why buzz and not Woody? Woody,
2: uh, keep those thoughts coming and keep it here. BFM eighty nine point nine.
5: Burgers from Mamas. BFM eighty nine point nine. The Business Station.
2: It is eight nineteen, and you're listening to Popcorn Culture with Lin and Arvin. Back Still Popcorn from, Culture. Yeah, back from a bizarre interlude, yeah. <laughs> and um, we're talking today about niceness on screen and asking you. Okay. Do you like nice characters or do you think that they're boring? And also, who is a character that you want to be friends with? Uh, We've been debating things like BFFness, Mm -hmm. what you could bring to the relationship. So things are getting real up in here. Um, You can send (laughs) us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Okay, actually, it's taken us a while to get to this um, and I feel a bit bad because, of course, you can't talk about friends without ending up about friends Mm. right you would expect that friends would come up azimi says i would like a friend like phoebe buffet from from friends she's real um kathy najmi was a nice nun in sister act uh z is me says chandler and um jane says ross from friends
3: phoebe i'd say phoebe all the way for for me phoebe's the best friend of all the friends Uh,
2: interesting i don't think phoebe's actually a good friend oh upon rewatch i have not found phoebe to be a good friend who's the best friend Chandler is a really good friend and Monica is a really good friend. Chandler is they're a really annoying, good friend. They're mm. annoying. And I think it ends up um getting overlooked because they're annoying and quippy and they, they have so many quirks. But if you look at the people who show up for everyone else over and over and over again, it's Chandler and Monica.
3: That's true. Right? That's true. Joey to a certain extent.
2: Yeah, uh, Joey, Joey to the extent that he can.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But the best Friends of the Friends gang, I think are Chandler and Monica.
3: No, can't argue. Can't argue. That's true.
2: Yeah, but Phoebe is the most superficially nice, is she? I guess so. Yeah,
3: nice, Um, and also the most fun. I think uh, with that chaotic energy, like you you never know which version of Phoebe you're going to get.
2: Ah, so I think it's a different question, right? Like, do you want the person who's going to be the best friend to you, or do you want a person who's going to be fun? And those two Mm. questions are different.
3: Okay, pick a roommate. Ooh, Mm. Chandler. Still Chandler. Still Chandler. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Still Chandler. He's, yeah, he's chill. He's yeah. chill and he's neater than Joey. So I'm gonna go,
3: but not obsessively so. No. Also, fantastic sense of humor. Yeah. Funniest one of all of them.
2: Yes, but also knows when to dial it down. So you know, Ross and Rachel know. No, definitely not. (laughs) Uh, By the way, speaking of sitcoms, um, Azami says, can I be friends with Jerry Seinfeld? The gang just talks about nothing.
3: Oh, no, no, (laughs) (laughs) no. I don't want to be in that world. Not with those guys.
2: I think if you had to choose, it would be Jerry, though. It's not George for me. I would I think I would choose
3: Elaine's Fine or George or Kramer. So anybody but Jerry you're I think going anybody with? anybody but Jerry. Interesting. Yeah. I think he's so self-centered <laughs> and he thinks like, you know, he has a thing where the world, you know, is all about him and, and, and it's all his problems and his perspectives and his point of views. Like his problems, the things that he brings up in that sitcom, even though it's for sitcom's sake, are ridiculous. Can you imagine being around someone like that? Like,
2: mm, you, you make a good point. Yeah, okay. But I mean, to each their own. Yeah. Uh, but we can agree that they're not nice. In, in fact, None of them are nice. Most of the show revolves around the fact uh, of how not nice they are. Yes. Uh, staying on the sitcom band, uh, Sharenda says Kimmy Schmidt from Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt.
3: Mm, true, true.
2: Nice is, this is very true. I don't think I want to be friends with Kimmy. I think she uh, needs yeah. a bit too much support for modern life, but I, I think she's really nice.
3: I think she's really nice. Also, I think there's a big difference between like since the sitcoms have come up, right? um, Watching nice characters who are good friends on screen versus you wanting to actually know them in real life. Um, Mm. And that's a huge divide, right? I think I enjoy seeing people be friends with one another on screen. And I never think like, oh, I'd like this person in my circle because some of the energy that some of them bring, like a Kramer, even though he would be fun, Can you imagine?
2: So this is a new girl thing, a little bit, because I was thinking about it, and like Jess, I think, is a horrible friend. Um, I think so, yeah. But I would be friends, weirdly, do I just like annoying people? Um, I would be friends with Schmidt. Schmidt is the best friend. Schmidt
3: would be fun. He Uh, would be fun.
2: Yeah, I mean, he's not nice. Again, if you talk about nice, I I suppose Jess is technically the nicest. But, Mm. you know, still. Um, Norman says, oh, ironically, Norman says, Norm in Cheers, uh, dry, funny, gentle, giant uncle.
3: So dry. So So dry? So dry.
2: (laughs) And so wonderful. I think Norm is a really, really good shout, actually. yeah. Um, Okay, Muzi says, Andy in The Devil Wears Prada, Monica and Rachel in Friends, Lorelai, Rory and Suki in Gilmore Girls, Becky in Morning Glory, um, and we also have someone else who says the young Rory in Gilmore Girls.
3: Can we talk about Andy from The Devil Wears Prada? Sure. Nice. I don't know. I don't know if she's nice, to be honest. Mm, I think she's confused. I think she's the
2: nicest possible character in that film.
3: But more that doesn't than, mean anything. More than Stanley Tucci's character. Oh, yeah, you're right. Because he's like truthfully, honestly knows who he is. And helps people. And helps people. Yes. And comes from a, a good, good place.
2: Mm. But I think being friends with Andy would be... I, I mean, I assume that this is answering the question about who you'd be friends with. And yeah. being friends with Andy would be interesting. But you would be a bit of a dumping grounder. Like she would come yeah. and complain about her boss for hours.
3: Isn't Andy the kind of friend who would go on a, a vacation to somewhere for a couple of weeks and then come back with that accent? <laughs> that is so specific. But you know what I mean? And true. Yeah. That's Andy, right? A little bit true. Yeah. Mm. Mm.
2: Some real people. Kogi says Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Jules okay. says Keanu Reeves and Andrew Garfield.
3: Yeah, I can see why. I can see why I can see also. Why.
2: I just thought it was interesting that we were getting real people. Actual people. Yeah, like living actual people. people. Yeah. Oh, which I think sets up our next clip quite nicely because uh, we are talking about somebody who's kind of parlayed her real-life personality into a skit character and then subsequently into a very wildly popular show and now a whole career. Um, here's a little bit of Issa D.
4: Do you want your man or not? Do you know your plans or not? You gonna go back home or not? You gonna claim your throne or not? Is you Khaleesi or that other bitch? His name I don't remember. Lisa, huh? I'm hungry. Let's go. Okay. So I'm supposed to move on. Go hide, Michelle Obama. Well, call me Lifetime because I'm bringing the drama. Oh, he's with you now, girl? Then why he come running back? Oh, you putting it down? Then why am I not back? snack? My new name, Alanis, because there's. You ought to know. I'll do whatever to win. Going high, I'm going low. Hey, mirror, you looking real clean. You looking real bad. You looking like a queen. It's been a long time. I shouldn't have left you, but I got a new spot. It's brand new. Brand new. Hey,
0: it's locked.
4: Here I come. Don't you go nowhere, mirror. Where I'ma go? <laughs> who's stressed not you who the best it's you who gonna kill it i'm sorry i can't not today wait what i thought you were supposed to be hyping me up i stay hyping you up but i got going on over here too and it's real life you do
2: yeah it's like your life but worse oh yeah okay so, okay, we've talked a lot about our love of Insecure on the show. Yeah, we reviewed yeah. it. We gave it glowing reviews. But... um In case you're just tuning in, we're talking today about nice characters on screen, which we veered like really wildly from. (laughs) Um, And then we're we're also asking you um, which fictional character would you want to be friends with? Which we're staying the course on. Um, You can send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899. Tweet us at PFM Radio. So what I'm getting from this is that I want unfriendly friends Mm. and you want chaotic friends. I think so. Because Issa is a...
3: Deeply chaotic friend. Deeply chaotic, extremely conflicted. um, Not always the most loyal even. Not always the most loyal, but puts in a ton of effort to fix broken friendships. Mm. Because I think everyone should watch the show, so I'm not going to get into details. Yes. But brings it puts in a lot and a lot of effort and also a very interesting character to be around. I think. You're so many euphemisms just getting thrown around (laughs) because if you haven't seen the show
2: that's true but I I agree I would totally be friends with her I think she's cool and funny but I just am noting a thread of chaos running through your specific pics
3: I think that's the package you get Like if you have some so in in that the clip that we played, she's talking to her mirror self. Mirror self, yeah. Um, so basically, her reflection and someone who her reflection hypes up when she needs the confidence badly boost. sometimes. Sometimes badly, yeah. Um, and if you know that about someone, and you still walk into the relationship, a, a platonic friendly relationship. It's the package you get, I mean, you're buying into it. So from a messy
2: person to a not messy person, Meezy says, My favourite fictional movie character is Mary Poppins, played by Julie Andrews, Mm. a no-nonsense, caring, educationist with a sense of humour and appreciation for life. As a child, I just instinctively responded to this nanny teacher who sincerely loved her charges and work. I know she's fictional, but even as an adult now, I do wish we had more teachers like her.
3: I, I can understand that it's um it's the Winnie the Pooh thing.
2: Uh, oddly enough, I identified more with um, with Maria than with Mary Poppins, oh. and I think it had something to do with the instructional nature of Mary Poppins.
3: She's which very teacher like.
2: She is, um, and I think it's great. And Julie Andrews is perfect in the role. But if I were picking. You know, between iconic things, I think that's where I'd end up. Legion says I would love to be friends with MacGyver, but Mac can, uh, pa, Ma, I guess Patrick Mac <laughs> um, <laughs> can repair my vacuum cleaner or washing machine. Um, also, Hermione Granger, she keeps Harry grounded. She's willing to scold him. Um, it's why Harry didn't end up like his father, James. Uh, mm. Wei Xiao Bao or Trinket Wilson Bond from The Deer in the Cauldron, uh, lazy, sneaky, neer do well, but loyal to his friend for. Uh, loyal to his friend, Forrest Gump, so nice and naive, and Dowager Countess of Grantham, Violet Crawley from Downton Abbey.
3: I love the MacGyver shout because it's so it's so left field. I wouldn't have expected MacGyver to make today's show. Well,
2: uh, but then that comes back to the functional nature. Like you wanted Yoda because Yoda is like internet with weapons.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> A little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Um,
2: and similarly, MacGyver is MacGyver. MacGyver. Right? Could do anything.
3: Yeah, he could. But is he a nice guy?
2: I think I think that the nature of um, the nature of serials and procedurals specifically is that you don't need nice characters; you just need archetypes. You need
3: functioning characters. Yes, correct. Who but, can do a lot.
2: But they don't need to be complicated or nice. They can just
3: be. No. Do you think MacGyver would be insulted if you asked him to like repair your car?
2: I mean, if you're good at it, was the problem? You're you're so quick.
3: <laughs> I'm just With asking you bands. to yeah, just
2: like like take out your tape and you know. <laughs> Stick some stuff on. Sean says, uh, the Nick Cage character from The Weatherman, good guy, bad luck.
3: Oh. Right? Interesting. Yes. I didn't necessarily expect that. Chaos
2: again, though. Which Nicholas Cage character would you be friends with?
3: Oh. Ah. So that's a buffet. Yes. It's like you get uh, Connor. Uh, what's his name? What's his name in Connor? Um, because he's just one for the accent, um, two for the hair, and. Three, because you can depend on him as like an action star. It's 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 Nicolas Cage's action star Nicolas Cage. The accent
2: is crazy. Yeah, I'm, it's insane. I'm gonna go for um Nicolas Cage playing Nicolas Cage in the Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Oh, so it's just That's Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage. That's yeah. the friend I want. The one who's okay. like gonna yeah. do the accents, kiss himself. <laughs> just yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. do all of that. Like I want Maximum Cage.
3: What's the name of the superhero he played? In um I don't even know if we can say the title of the kick. Uh Big Daddy. That would be a cool Nicholas Cage.
2: Yes, agreed. Yeah. A little bit more grounded, mm-hmm. a little bit more manageable.
3: Still chaotic.
2: Yes, still very yeah. chaotic. Yi Hong says, what about Bugs Bunny and Co?
3: Oh, no. Oh, no, just way too much. <laughs> maybe as a kid, maybe.
2: Actually, who is a nice character from there anyway? Tweety Bird? No, Tweety is... Only if you believe Tweety does what Tweety does for survival. <laughs> but, <laughs> but otherwise, Tweety is it's not a, a good... It's a wildlife thing. <laughs> yeah, like, like Roadrunner is not a good... Not... Well, not a nice character. That's yeah, that's true. Sylvester isn't. Um, Bugs, I don't think, is Fudd. of course not.
3: Tweety's grandma. Granny's Are you kidding a, me? Are you she's, kidding she's, me she's, right she's, now? Oh, this is how smart. far back you've gone. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, you know who I've always liked, though? Marvin the Martian. Yes. <laughs> yeah.
2: Marvin's benign. He's benign.
3: Yeah. He just gets in the okay, wrong situation. nice. Yeah, Marvin yeah. the Martian's Fair nice. Fair enough. Yeah.
2: Um, meanwhile, we have um, Raj saying... Sebastian from Little Mermaid.
3: Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Um,
2: Sebastian's a good friend. And Um, also nice. Yes, and also nice. But is Sebastian just doing stuff to get on the king's good side or is he like genuinely caring?
3: I think both. Which is fine. I think he starts out trying to do his job and then he genuinely cares about Ariel.
2: Okay, a couple of things to close off um, because we have so many... Earlier, I mentioned Forrest Gump, um, so many others. Andrew, Forrest Gump, Victor, uh, Robin Buckley in Stranger Things.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true.
2: Robin is the best one.
3: Robin's the best one. Um,
2: Victor goes on to say Forrest Gump. Um, Sharon says, Forrest Gump, nice. Ned Stark was pretty nice tragically um and then jen <laughs> says forrest gump is a nice character but each character needs an arc or some growth like sam wasn't brave at the start but because of the journey he went through and the challenges he became the nice person we know at the end he was not nice to smeagol though
3: Ooh, uh, i just want to go back to the the ned stark thing uh since they're bringing up game of thrones can you be a nice character when the world doesn't allow for nice characters
2: well you can for a limited run. Nah?
3: <laughs> it's, it's because, super super limited because how's
2: that gonna work out for you yeah mm.
3: so how many nice characters do you think there are on game of thrones S- it, despite the world so
2: it depends whether you consider someone like a Tyrion nice because he's good-hearted
3: he would be a good friend though
2: yes he's a great friend yeah. but he's not a nice person he can't be who was he born to it's never gonna happen yeah but you could even argue that jamie lannister is nice
3: I think he's actually nice. Jamie. Jamie's actually nice. Kind of simple, but yes. Simple, mm. nice. He's just forced into being the the monster that he is because of the world that he's in.
2: Yes. So there are nice characters on shows like Game of Thrones, but there's no like uncomplicated nice. I think that just can't exist.
3: No. Mm. What about succession?
2: Okay, I'm glad you said that because we had a tweet from Builder who said, Friends with the Roy family. Oh, why? <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. Uh, I love Tom. I love yeah. Tom yeah. Um, That doesn't mean I would go near him with a 10-foot pole. No. I want to watch him from a distance. Um, I I love Roman. I love Shiv. It doesn't... But I also hate them. Mm. I would
3: never want to be friends with them. It's the aquarium effect. Like, I like seeing them from a distance. Yeah. Like, like on screen. Yeah. Like an aquarium.
2: I don't want scales on my skin. No. Ah. Uh,
3: I don't I, I don't want them to know that I exist. I wanna know that they exist. That's safest. Yes. With
2: the Roy family.
3: Yeah. With so, all of them on the show.
2: Builder answer us. Would you be friends with the Roy family? <laughs> that that's the more realistic question here. And also whether like you wanna pick one? I feel like the answer is probably no. And why? And why. Yeah. 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 I otherwise I, I don't get it. Um meanwhile, Perry says disembodied voice in the BFM studio. Casper the friendly ghost as a friend, perhaps?
3: Oh, he'd make yeah, yeah. I can see he's nice. I, I forgot. Well, I forgot about Casper. Me too. But yeah. he was a good like cartoon friend. Mm. Hmm. And a proper friend. Actually, Scooby Doo as well. Since we're talking about ghouls and cartoon ghosts. <laughs> ghouls. Yeah, <laughs> cartoon ghouls. <laughs> yes,
2: fair enough. Um. Okay, we have a clip to close off on the side of things. A reminder again that we are talking about niceness on screen, and asking you whether nice characters in general are. Interesting or mm-hmm. dull, um, but also who is a fictional character that you would be friends with? You can send a voice note or WhatsApp 018 789 Tweet us at BFM Radio. Um, Munif sets us up quite neatly for the next one, uh, saying, Everyone needs a Samwise. He got your back always. I would be friends with Blue from Jurassic World too. Well-trained and loyal and good in a fight. I won't have enemies, literally. Um, Munif also says Sebastian is emergency food, which is dark. Um, So (laughs) (laughs) the the thing I'm focusing on here is Blue Uh from Jurassic World because our next clip is of somebody who is in, eventually, well, spends a long time in the Jurassic franchise. Mm
3: -hmm. It's uh, Dr. Ian Malcolm, played by Jeff Goldblum. Um, chaotically. S- chaotically, very strong
2: theme with your picks. Yeah,
3: I mean he literally explains chaos theory. <laughs> That's what he brings to the to the movies. Um, I don't know. I this like super personal basis. Just talking about dinosaurs, and I think you also need that friend that can talk about has that big brain energy where you start talking about one thing and then they start talking about chaos theory and then it's into the universe and the ethics of life and biology and genetics.
2: But he would also be cool for a mamak hang. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a mix of all things. Yeah. And then he wears his shirt too low.
3: Yes. <laughs> yeah. You meet him for like a Milo ice mm. and then it's midnight or 1am or 2am and you're talking about the earth 25,000 years from now and what that means genetically for us today.
2: He is also a four-locations location friends, a 4 locations friend, meaning you start one place and you definitely go to at least four locations in the night. 100%, and He's you're never guy.
3: bored. You're never bored. Mm.
2: Mm-hmm. Here's a little bit of Dr. Ian Malcolm.
3: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Gee, the lack of
6: humility before nature that's being displayed here... Um, staggers. Well, thank you, Dr. Malcolm, but I think things are a little bit different than you and I have feared. Yeah, I know. They're a lot worse. There's no reason. I do
1: no, no, I want to hear a viewpoint. part. I really do.
6: Yeah, yeah, don't you see the danger, uh, John, inherent uh, in what you're doing here? Genetic power is the most awesome force the planet's ever seen, but you wield it like a, a kid that's found his dad's gun. It's hardly appropriate to start hurling generalizations. generalizations. If, if, if I may, um, I'll tell you the problem with the scientific power that you're, that you're using here. Uh, it didn't require any discipline to attain it. You know, you read what others had done, and you and you took the next step. You didn't earn the knowledge for yourselves, so you don't take any responsibility for it. You stood on the shoulders of geniuses uh, to accomplish something as fast as you could, and before you even knew what you had, you, you patented it, and packaged it, and slapped it on a plastic lunchbox, and now you're selling it, you want to sell it. Well, our scientists have done things which nobody's ever done before. Yeah, yeah, but your scientists were so preoccupied with whether or not they could, they didn't stop to think if they should.
1: Condors are on the verge of extinction. If I was to to create a flock of condors on this island, you wouldn't have anything
6: to say. No, hold on. This isn't. This is some species that was obliterated by deforestation or or the building of a dam. Dinosaurs uh, uh, had their shot, and nature
5: selected them for extinction. Bulldozing fine measures. BFM eighty-nine point nine. The business station. Leslie wishes she could be here herself to give you these
0: presents, but she's suspended. Oh, and also she said that they're not from her, they're from Santa Claus. Can (laughs) I go
4: first? Mouse Rat.
0: Certified gold! Over 100 copies sold in Pawnee. I need to get a picture of me holding this so I can frame it. Personalized
5: leopard-printed robe, pink feather cuffs, and on the back in rhinestones... You can get it. I know you're sad you couldn't get tickets to the Watch the Throne Tour, so I got you a watch and a tiny throne instead.
6: And
2: check it out, she even took out the dumb clock part and put this in. Baller time.
0: These are the black eyed peas, and I finally killed them. It's a Christmas miracle.
6: Every year I give Leslie the same present, I give everyone a crisp $20 bill. And every year she gets me something thoughtful and personal. It makes me furious. This year, she outdid herself. She had it installed over the weekend. It's so so beautiful.
2: BFM 89.9, it's 8.41. You're listening to Popcorn Culture. It's our Supercut with Lynn and Arvin. And today we're talking about niceness on screen. Asking you if basically nice characters are are nice to watch or interesting boring what is it um but also who is a fictional character you'd like to be friends with you can send us a voice note or whatsapp 18 tweet us at bfm radio that last pick was one of mine um so leslie nope is such a singular like a singularly good friend that mm-hmm. it was hard to not go with her
3: No, and that's like her defining quality, right? Like she's
2: a really good, thoughtful
3: friend. A good, thoughtful friend and the glue of the team. Yes. Like literally, like she holds them together. Because
2: you couldn't be friends with Ron. He wouldn't let you. No.
3: Like he would fight it with all his might. Unless she's in the picture, like Leslie's in the Mm. picture. Um, She's such a... It's so weird how she's written for the show, right? Because I'm thinking about how they could have made her She could have been Tina Fey in 30 Rock. Yes, it could have easily gone that way. And Tina and 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 her character's good, but I don't think she's nice.
2: No, she's really not
3: nice. She's not. She's yeah. super cynical and sarcastic. Mm. And Leslie nope could have been that if they wanted to to sort of channel Amy Poehler's energy.
2: So the thing is that Mike Scher, who is one of the co-creators of uh, Parks and Rec, who also Mm. went on to do Brooklyn Nine-Nine and, of course, The Good Place, he does this a lot, though. Like, um, you know, Ragtag Bunch of Characters, which is a classic sitcom thing, but then also characters who are inherently grappling with the idea of goodness or trying to be better people, which is the whole theme of The Good Place. And, I mean, he has lots of characters that I would want to be friends with. Um, Plenty of the Parks and Rec folk, but then also... Most of the Brooklyn Nine Nine people,
3: all yeah, of the
2: yeah. all of the Good Place people, including a demon.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think would be your number one Brooklyn Nine Nine pick? Because I, I I mean the obvious choice would be Andy Samberg's uh, Jake. Yeah, Jake Peralta.
2: No, but Boyle is the better friend. Boyle will like do anything for you if you are Jake.
3: If you are Jake. Yeah, See, maybe not I'm, so much other people. I'm kind of annoyed by Boyle most of the time. <laughs> like I know he's a really good friend. But I'm also kind of annoyed by his energy. He's very
2: nice, so um, he's, he's a nice. classic example of too nice.
3: Too nice. Yes,
2: but the show knows that and plays it up, so it's okay. Yeah, for comedy and yeah, he's funny. Uh, well, I mean, I picked Wednesday earlier, so I think you know my answer. Um,
3: I would clearly kill to be friends with Rosa. Hundred percent. Yeah, hundred. I think good friend. Good friend. Um, and Terry. Terry's yes. a fun friend.
2: Ah, uh, Terry is nice. also nice. Terry is nice, yeah. In a way that Rosa and um, the captain are not.
3: (laughs) No. The thing is, he doesn't have to be nice. I mean, you look at him, Mm. There's no reason for him to be nice. And
2: he's a figure of authority, but he's still nice.
3: He's still very nice. Mm. To a point where he, he gets pushed over quite a lot on the show.
2: Speaking of sitcoms, um, Shan says, The Golden Girls, Dorothy, Blanche, Rose and Sophia, I wish they were my next door neighbours. Which I think is just an excellent shout. Yep, yep, yep. Um, meanwhile, HX says, well, Leslie, nope, but also says, Melissa McCarthy's character, wait for it, in Bridesmaids. Never seen such an <laughs> on, unconditional, caring person that the main character has barely known.
3: You know, it's... Melissa McCarthy has played so many characters that you would want to be friends with. She has got that energy, doesn't she? Yeah. Like like a warm, enveloping energy. But also, when things get rough, she knows how to switch it up. Um, mm. I don't know why I'm thinking about Ghostbusters of all movies that she's done, but it's the same thing, right? She's also in a in a theme and she contributes a lot and she brings that sort of like slightly chaotic, but also she's there and, and you know, she's never missing from the scenario. She does the same thing in Bridesmaids.
2: Yes, that's true. Mm. Uh, let's veer, okay, no, let's stay on the sitcom path because Derek says, Marshall Erickson from Himim, you know he'll be there for you somehow. That's true. Yeah.
3: More than Barney Stinson, actually.
2: Uh, also, Marshall's very nice. Um, it's a thing they make fun of, right? Like Minnesotan Midwest nice.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the pre-Ted Lasso, Ted Lasso, uh,
2: which is what makes his outbursts of anger really funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so they they to play that up. Um, Amir says, "I want Captain John H. Miller to be my leader, and I really want to." And then they say something I can't say, but um, it amounts to do injury to Private Ryan. <laughs> huh.
3: Ah. Uh, okay. Uh, Okay,
2: so we're, we're in Tom Hanks' territory.
3: I mean, how can you not want like a dozen Tom Hanks characters to be your friend and also nice? He, he, uh, Mr. Rogers. Mr. Yeah, that's the ultimate nice I, guy.
2: So I feel as if not enough people have seen it. So can I just say that if you like Tom Hanks, if you like warm but not maudlin movies, we already reviewed it, but I, I just, I just want to say it again. Um, if you haven't seen Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, you're missing out
3: you are missing out but also can i admit that when i watched it and i think this is because of the the conditioning of today's pop culture and when what it does to us um when i was watching that movie right i'm like is this guy too nice for a person like is there something else like is it is it odd like is he off and i don't know if others felt that way or not but the movie
2: addresses it right if you keep going the the movie kind of gets there about how people struggle with whether this is a like, what's, what's up with this?
3: Like, is it a, a face that he's putting on?
2: Yes, yeah. yes. Which is a nice character problem, actually. That there's always mm. a sincerity gap that you worry about.
3: You're thought to be suspicious.
2: Yeah, sad, right? It it's is. actually a little bit sad um, if you think about how it works in real life. Mm, oh, a couple of Wilsons, but different ones. Alan <laughs> says, uh, Wilson to Dr Gregory House would be the friend I want. Uh, Mike Leo says, Wilson, the neighbour from Home Improvement.
3: You'd never see him.
2: You'd never see him. That's but he's, good, he's yeah. there. He's there. Mm, supportive. Um, Wilson to House is good. I mean, it's a toxic relationship. It's obviously Watson-Sherlock. It's it's difficult. But Watson is such a good
3: friend. He's such a good friend. All versions of Watsons are good friends. Actually, both Sherlock and House are kind of insufferable.
2: Yeah, exactly. Because be it's modelled around the same you know pairing. So, yeah.
3: Do you think they're good friends or they're just friends who don't know when to leave?
2: Uh, well, Wilson is nice. Mm. Houses Wilson is actually like a nice person, which you know House constantly bags on him for. Yeah. But um, I mean, every a lot of the friendships we're talking about, someone has to bring in the nasty, right? The otherwise, it's a bit no lopsided. Story. Yeah, right? otherwise, there's no story. No. So I guess it's just inherently you you have to have somebody terrible.
3: I hope none of them are stuck
2: look at you suddenly caring so much
3: about like like, like be okay wilson (laughs) you know what i mean like they just don't know how to get out of that situation
2: sorry can i pitch a third wilson which is tom hanks's wilson
3: yeah good friend good friend (laughs) couldn't
2: help it didn't have a choice yeah
3: but good friend basically himself yeah (laughs) yeah and why wouldn't he play his nicest version of himself the nicest version of himself
2: Huh. Um, Bong says, since young, I wish I could be with Mr. Miyagi. He is a perfect teacher and father figure. We spoke about him earlier um, mm-hmm. and hardcore agree. Um, Anon says, good point to the guy who mentioned Kathy Najmi's character and Sister Act. She made Whoopi Goldberg feel welcomed and she was a burst of positivity and energy.
3: Very nice. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, also reminds me of Gandalf. I mean, we spoke about Lord of the Rings. Yes. But he's uh, he's an inherently nice character, Gandalf. Is he? I think... I mean, he uses people quite a lot. Yes, he bosses them around quite a bit. He bosses them around, puts people in danger. Yeah. Never tells them the full story. Where where
2: are you getting to the good part? (laughs)
3: Has eagles at his disposal.
2: That doesn't make someone nice, just makes them useful. That is true. I think Gandalf is wise. And good. And good. Mm. I don't think he's nice.
3: And if he knocks on your door...
2: I mean, it depends what you want out of life.
3: Yeah, you have a long ways to go. Mm, yeah, every single a time. Journey.
2: Yes. Ask Precious says, I want to be friends with Doraemon. Doraemon is so popular. He's a good friend. Yeah. He's um, a good friend. But they say he can protect me and take me anywhere, anytime, which is fair. Um, also speaking of robots, Daphne says, oh, oh, Optimus Prime. He's inherently good and noble and you'd want to hear him speak and give you a motiv- motivational speech every morning, gets you pumped up for the day. Rudine says, Kit
3: oh, these studios really doing the guerrilla marketing for the release of the movie, you know, <laughs> they knew how to get the message in. Uh, but no, Optimus Prime is such a good shout. He is like an inherently good character.
2: It's hard to say a giant robot is nice. So I, I won't go there. I think mm. if, you, if you asked most people to name who the nice Transformer is, most people would say Bumblebee. I mean, yeah. Because nice, like easy, accessible, friendly.
3: And he also had his own movie. Because of all those things.
2: Yes, correct. Optimus Prime, because of his um, position as leader, doesn't necessarily get that.
3: Also, because he's the one waging war and Bumblebee (laughs) Bumblebee just has to follow his orders.
2: This is true. Um, Also, okay, Rakin says Brooks from Shawshank, and then Azri says Morgan Freeman in Shawshank. So, two Shawshank shouts.
3: Shawshank Uh, shouts. Yeah, yeah. Good friend tells your story. (laughs) You you
2: know. (laughs) Um, Loyal.
3: Loyal. Loyal, yeah. Loyal. And, and just
2: a good person. Um, I haven't seen this next one, but I'm happy to talk about it. I hope you have. Uh, Yanita and um, Shafi's, Shafi are both saying, are bro, both bringing up rather, Karib Karib singli. Um So Yanita says Yogi and um, Shafi says Irfan Khan. Haven't seen, oh.
3: unfortunately.
2: Maybe to put on our watch list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think so. Anything with Irfan Khan, I will happily watch. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sound Bang Bang is uh, your kind of friend, Chaos Energy, because they say Benoit Blanc.
3: Oh, yes. Yes. Fun to hang around. Yes.
2: A bit too... But okay. Too smart? Uh, too smart? We'll, we'll do the Sherlock thing of like dissecting you right away?
3: Yes. But depends what you're doing. I think if, you, if you're having like a normal chit-chat, he's not paying attention. It's too boring for him. As he said in the in the movie itself. Yes,
2: it'll be terrible if you bring him to like an escape room. <laughs> it would be horrible. Yeah, the the energy would be so bad. But I mean, I, I totally
3: agree on the Benoit Blanc thing. He'd be done in five minutes. Yeah, the escape room,
2: and then you paid for nothing.
3: Yeah, yeah, and they're expensive.
2: Yeah, that's mm. the thing. Um, oh, y- this is actually an answer to your Game of Thrones question earlier because no one says Hodor.
3: I don't know if Hodor is nice or if Hodor just can't help it. Hodor is good. He's good Yeah, Hodor is definitely good 100% Yeah,
2: but nice is kind of
3: tricky It's, um, I, I mean, he's in a position where he has to be Hodor
2: Yes, probably the only, maybe the only really nice people um, So we, we agree that Tyrion probably doesn't fall into this category But mm. yeah, Ned Stark and Jamie Lannister And they're the doers They're yeah. not the thinkers and, and that's why they're they're able to be nice in that world I think so. Mm, maybe so, right? Yeah. Oh, um, why am I forgetting his John name? John Snow. John Snow Sam.
3: Oh, John Snow Sam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Librarian. Yes, yeah. Yeah. he's nice. He is nice, um, but he's also kind of boring. I think.
2: But that's but but we agree that nice characters can. Samwise Sam be... is not boring.
3: That's true. Samwise is very interesting.
2: I love how often Sam has come up. Ooh, <laughs> okay, so happy to do this. Um, Harris says Patrick from SpongeBob. Zamani says, SpongeBob is an amazing friend.
3: He's a, he's a lovely friend. Which one? Both of them. Patrick, I think, is the better friend. <laughs>
2: yes, I agree. But is Sponge SpongeBob Bob is also nice? fun.
3: I think SpongeBob is nicer than Patrick. But Patrick Patrick's is, a better friend.
2: Yeah. Because Patrick can veer selfish. Yes. Yes.
3: He doesn't know it. <laughs> but he veers that way. I don't know if I would want to be friends with them now though. Like maybe as, as a kid. Yeah. But the energy is just it's 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 a lot.
2: Uh, Masharbi says, "Mr. Peanut Butter from Bojack Horseman."
3: Oh <laughs> yeah, funny, <laughs> funny friend. Okay, yeah.
2: A series of spider people. Uh, Choi says Miles Morales. Nisa says Spider Man. Mister Donut says Hobie Brown. Cameron um, Nizam says I would love to be friends with Peter Parker, uh, Superman, or any of the heroes with hidden identities, so that when the world knows them, I can say, "Duludias sama sekolah dengan saya." <laughs>
3: <laughs> Bragging rights. Uh,
2: this is Flash. Uh, Flash. Who am I thinking of? The Flash no, Thompson. Yeah, yeah.
3: Flash Thompson. And then.
2: But Ned, okay, so Cameron, I want to know, will you be the guy in the chair? Or will you mm. just be the, the? yeah, I know him.
3: So the thing with Spider-Man specifically is, I think if you're friends with him, you have to be ready to be dropped as a friend. Because he's that guy, right? He will drop relationships to protect you. Yes. Yeah. He, and it's I, for he'll, your he'll, own good and you have to know that. And But he'll ghost you completely and you can't be offended.
2: So. Oh, um, Faza says any character portrayed by Robin Williams. Uh, Zenzhao says Robin Williams in Dead Poet Society specifically.
3: Oh, yes. Yeah. And Genie.
2: Um, yes. Uh, I was actually, I wanted to put Genie in our clips, but we clip him a lot. So oh. I, I had thought about it. But Robin Williams is interesting because he's also played
3: villains. And very creepy villains. Yes, he's
2: very good at it. But, mm. uh, but otherwise, yes, I completely agree. Vilvarajan says, Phil from Modern Family. Hafiz says, Phil Dunphy. Um, Raja Imran says, hands down, the daddy of them all, Phil Dunphy.
3: Phil Dunphy is fun, um, especially if he brings out his magic kit. Then you can learn magic tricks.
2: Phil is nice. Phil is nice, but not boring.
3: Nice, Actually, not boring. Phil is a
2: really like great example of how to do that well. A bit too nice, also. Uh, but then you have to because he's married to Claire so that he brings that, that ends up yeah that that ends up working true, out um i think very quickly we do have um Jesper who says some of the my favorite characters that I want to be friends with, are Danny Zuko and Sandy <laughs> Sandy Olsen. And then a whole series of animated characters, including Mickey Mouse, Dumbo, Peter Pan, um, Ooh, Piglet, Eeyore, Tigger, Kanga and Roo. And then a mention of Friends, uh, as well as the Vaughn Traps, uh, Kermit the Frog, which I think is an interesting mm-hmm. one, mm-hmm. Scooby-Doo, which you mentioned earlier, um, the X-Men, and then a bunch of Marvel people, including uh, Ant-Man, Black Widow, the Hulk.
3: Can I bring up the Peter Pan again? Would you want to be friends with Peter Pan? Penn. Yeah.:
2: Oh. No, like
3: you're his, he never grows old.
2: No, um I don't know that I would want to be friends with anybody in Peter Pan, including Wendy and just oh. yeah.
3: I don't think yeah, I, I don't think so either, um, which is very interesting because he he looks like the kind of friend who will like literally fly you to Neverland, but then I don't know if I want a friend who never ages. They got philosophical and dark I, like I at mean, the end of the show. I
2: think our whole show has been somewhat philosophical um, yeah. because it's, you know, exploring notions of friendship and what we all think are good friends. Yeah. Oh, um, I just wanted to close on this because we have both Anne and Rajis saying Wally, with Anne saying he's mm-hmm. a great friend, cares for living things and the environment. Empathy. Super loyal. So much
3: empathy. Yes.
2: Uh, Okay, that's it from us today. We've been talking about nice characters you want to be friends with um, and keep them coming if you would like. Thank you, everybody. You've been listening to Popcorn Culture, BFM 89.9.